As the author of this poem, I believe it speaks about the idea of shared experiences and how they can only truly be understood when experienced firsthand. We can read about or see things from a distance, but until we go through them ourselves, we cannot fully appreciate their impact. This is shown through various examples in the poem, from the pain of childbirth to the effects of drugs. The experiences of others, even if they are well-documented, cannot replace personal experience. The poem also touches on the philosophical idea of truth being grounded in experience rather than blindly believing what we are told. This is demonstrated through the story of tea, where many people had heard of it or read about it, but it wasn't until they tasted it themselves that they truly understood its value. Now the poem by Clayton Carroll. No such thing as shared experience. In this age of science and reason, we believe what we read and see, but there are things that cannot be known until we experience them ourselves. We read about giving birth and think we understand the pain and joy, but until we go through it ourselves, we can't truly grasp what it's like. We take a drug like aspirin, believing we know the effects it will have, but until we feel it in our own bodies, we cannot truly know. If we do not blindly believe, but ground our truth in experience, then we can truly understand the mysteries of the world. In ancient times, tea was unknown outside of China, hidden and rare. Rumors of its existence spread, and those who heard of it longed to know what it was, this celestial drink. A remote king sent an envoy to China in search of the truth. He returned with a gift from the emperor, but the envoy, seeing peasants drink tea, declared it unfit for his royal master. He suspected the emperor was trying to deceive them, substituting some lesser substance for the true tea. A philosopher of Europe read all he could find, and determined that tea must be rare and unique, an herb, green, black, at times bitter, at other times sweet. In North America, people tested every herb and liquid they could find, but the tea plant had never been brought to their land, and so they could not find it. Still they searched. The people of Australia knew of tea, a small bag carried in their processions, but no one knew how to taste it. When a wise man told them to pour boiling water, he was hanged as an enemy, for who but an enemy would suggest destroying their treasure? Before he died, he shared his secret with a few, who managed to get some tea and drink it in secrecy. A man of understanding spoke to the tea merchants and drinkers. The one who tastes knows. The one who tastes not knows not. Don't speak of a heavenly beverage. Offer it at your banquets and say nothing. Those who like it will ask for more. Those who don't aren't fit to drink it. Close the shop of debate and mystery. Open the tea house of experience. And so it went throughout the world. Some had seen the tea plant but did not recognize it. Others had tasted tea but thought it common. Certainly not a drink of legend. Only a few beyond China drank it in secrecy. But as tea was carried on every Silk Road caravan, pausing to rest, merchants made tea and offered it to their guests, and those who tasted knew. At first, only the powerful and those who pretended to possess wisdom sought the drink of God, then protested, but this is only dried leaves, or why do you boil water when all I want is the celestial drink, or yet again, 
prove to me what this is. It looks like mud, not gold. But when the truth was widespread, and tea was given to all who would taste, only fools asked such questions, and it is still that way today.